0: This is Vietnam and Boba. I'm Sên Nguyễn. Tết is Vietnam's most important holiday. It is more than just a one-time blowout like New Year celebrations in many Western countries. It is a seven-day festivities charged with symbolism and meanings that sees a combination of religious rituals, secular and social customs. There's a range of Queen and Tate scenes, smells, and sounds that you cannot miss. The classical, jovial Tate songs, all the tea music of Tao Quan, an annual TV satire comedy about social and political issues broadcast on national television on Ludo New Year's Eve. It started in 2003 and is a mainstay of entertainment in many families, including my own. It is worth saying though that a lot of traditions and rituals mentioned in this episode belong to the majority ethnic group, the king, since Vietnam has 54 ethnic groups, while many minority groups also have distinct traditions. They may pray to different gods, ascribe different meanings to the hours and days of the new year, or eat different dishes. But beyond traditions, this episode tries to complement the conversation about what makes TED special with a discussion about the downsides of it as an evolving culture. We spoke to three people from Vietnam from vastly different walks of life and their own unique takes on TED. few years ago, I remember the first, the first uh, year in Japan, I was with another two housemates. That's Bu Chuk Quỳnh. A 30-year-old Saigon native who is a trainee manager in Japan where she has lived for five years, which equals five consecutive Tet's, she did not spend with her family. Well, in Japan, you don't have a lunar new year, so
1: everything was normal. No, Nothing feels like that any, at all here in Japan. Uh, so we had school. And then one of my housemates had to go to work till late at night. So two of us would be home and prepare some uh, dishes. Like we bought bánh trương, we bought uh, bánh tết and uh, we cook uh, canh khổ hoa, uh, because I'm from the south. So uh, I cook uh, canh khổ qua and uh, thịt đông. And uh, my roommate, she is from the north so she likes to make like
2: meah. I think I think that's what they do in, That's very in the common. North. Yes. Yeah min-ge with yeah. um so vermicelli with uh, chicken and mushroom. It's there. oh yeah yeah. Right. yeah. That's right. Very yeah. simple but Oh like, I miss it so much. It's very good. <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's
1: right. So uh, we try to do as much as possible but like We spent um, a lot of money on that, (laughs) that, that night. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, we were just two of us eating together, having the dinner together. And then because Japan is like two hours uh, before Vietnam. So uh, around midnight in Japan would be just 10 p.m. in Vietnam. So uh, my housemate just come back to her mom and um at the end of the uh, conversation i uh, saw her tears
0: <laughs>
1: mm. yeah you know it's like yeah uh...
2: sorry <laughs> it's
1: okay
2: it's okay mm. was your uh... so it's like uh,
1: the first year being away from home <laughs> I guess that pregnancy makes you <laughs> emotional a bit more than usual. That's uh, right. So, yeah, kind of like uh, moved, and then we both cried together.
2: It was the first step away from home, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, the second year I was I moved out because we split to different school so I spent New Year's on myself
2: hmm. I
1: mean it was okay I think I was just uh got home after work after school and after work and uh, Eating something not special. This is in bed and went to bed, and the next day will be another normal day for school and work again. And uh, when I started working, it's kind of like I moved to a very countryside area, and it's hard to buy. Uh, and it's very expensive uh mm,
3: so sure yeah, mm. like
1: the last four years my I didn't uh really celebrate Ted in Japan
0: Quỳnh reminds us of many stranded members of the VMD's diaspora who couldn't be home for Ted due to continued border restrictions. Over two years into the pandemic, a flight home which involves travel costs and fluctuating quarantine regulations remains extremely difficult and complicated for many people, especially for those with limited resources. There's so much one can learn about the mentality of the Vietnamese by looking at the ways they celebrate TED. TED is about connection. Every person rekindles with three important connections during this sacred time. The first, is a reunion with the family. People flocking home from all over the country and the world to be in each other's presence. bringing home long overdue hugs, gifts, oftentimes also money. The second connection is with the spirits of the ancestors. They visit and groom the ancestors' graves and altars as a sign of respect. And the third connection has to do with legends and rituals related to stove, kitchen, and hearth god. When the attempts to make this connection are suspended because of an unprecedented pandemic, falling back onto memories becomes an important solid.
1: A few years ago, before I moved to Japan, uh, my family also get together and uh, we pre- we make bánh and bánh tét, bánh tét from zero, like. My uncle is really good at making them, so mm, making uh, them from
0: scratch. Wow! Yeah,
1: we we I was just playing around and like, okay, you do this, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> okay, you do this, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, yeah, I think most people would like when uh, at night we while cooking banjung and banet, you will have some drinks. Well. I was a kid, so I cannot have alcohol drinks. <laughs> my parents would, and we have soft drinks, and we can stay up, stay up, like, as late as possible. And my mom would never tell us to go, like, go to bed. It's too late. It's dead. So you can stay up as how long as, as, long as you can be awake. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, like, very uh nice really great moments that I want my children uh, to at least once in their life experience and enjoy that moment too.
0: For people like John Vu, a Vietnamese Chinese-American, their perspective of Ted is rather transnational. John's father was a refugee fleeing by boat in 1979 and has not been back to Vietnam since. In 2019, his son, a business operation manager, decided to move to Vietnam. John didn't get to experience it in the country until then, and for him, it was an opportunity to connect with his relative in Vinh Long province in the Mekong Delta after hearing so many stories about them from his mother.
4: And I have a bunch of friends somewhere who are local Vietnamese, uh, another portion are Viet Giel, like me, from all over the world uh, Germany, Australia, um, France, Canada, everywhere. And we all, you know, around that are in the kind of same situation. They're all like me living in Vietnam for multiple reasons. Some of them had family to go visit, some didn't, and some took the time to travel. For me, I wanted to take the time to visit family and also travel later, because it's like a long two week period and I have that time off from work. But I define family in my own way. I think uh, they are my blood relatives, Uh, but I felt comfortable with them and I wanted to come visit them and continue to build that relationship. Uh, Additionally, and to also have the opportunity to learn more about my family's background uh you know from their stories, from their perspectives and mainly to see the hometown in that because I've heard so much about how uh festive it is and how everyone comes back and and you know how much people are just happy to be home. And I uh, yeah I kinda you know the, the energy is infectious, right? You see like all the pop stars putting out really nice musics. <laughs> uh like Fang Thi Lin and uh, other people like this year uh Deng Wao he put out a song and I'm already abroad and I'm already man, I wanna go back to the hometown. Uh, my cousin's wife made it a point to cook a lot of uh home food at home. Uh so uh mostly rice with uh titka and other types of food uh, mm. and tao uh in particular <laughs> because uh my My mom's side is also, um, you know, ethnic Chinese. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we had some of that food. I don't have like images in my mind in particular of a particular food, but we just had a lot of food and it was so good.
2: (laughs) I think you just described the um, signature of what Ted is. People just remember eating a lot and smelling Uh food all around, 24-7.
4: Um, but to be honest, it isn't that memorable for me in Vinland. Uh mm-hmm. I think more memorable is my grandpa on my dad's side, who in the U.S. made it a point to make a lot of banjung and, uh, you know, uh, give it uh, several to each family. So actually, uh, in, in the U.S., we have a lot of that where we bring each other different foods, and one of that is Ban chung But in, 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 in Vietnam, I've experienced that, too. I had co-workers giving me uh, a couple and I had family giving me a couple. Uh, my my family, before I came back to Saigon from Vinh Long, they, they bought a, a Yaddy uh a, a walking chicken, and s- <laughs> uh, slaughtered it uh, right there before I got on. And then, like, uh, you know, t- told me to take it back uh did you and, yeah i took it back yeah i was kind of oh afraid that there's not you know i won't be in i won't have refrigeration for maybe four hours maybe five <laughs> but i think it's fine just popped it in the freezer when i got home
2: they sacrifice the <laughs> chicken out for, for your journey
4: <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> wow i don't think i've ever received that kind of order <laughs> I don't think any, <laughs> any of my family member ever killed um, an animal for me before any trip oh, yeah. <laughs> so he was that i That is pretty uh,
4: special, <laughs> I uh, I mean, they're very proud of uh, the chicken back in, you know, in Vinlong, in uh, in the Mekong. They're like, this. our chicken's way better than the chicken's up in Saigon. You know, you can't get oh, this type right. of uh, walking yeah. chicken with this type <laughs> of uh, meat. And I probably would agree. <laughs>
2: I guess such a, a gesture of, 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 caring through food for Vietnamese mm. anywhere is not strange. Um, mm-hmm. and especially during Ted, um, and, but I think your story goes an extra mile in the sense of that it, it, it it's, 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 it's the a labor they put in to prepare that chicken mm. for you. You know, it's like you, you mm-hmm. often see Vietnamese, you know, moms, aunties, grandmas, whatever. They cook in the kitchen and they gather together. Mm-hmm. They spice things up, um, and they present things in the dishes. But I have extreme admiration for people to go extra lane and kill an animal for me. <laughs> that, for me, is is an extra level of caring.
4: Mm. Mm. I um, totally agree with you.
0: Yeah, for Vietnamese. Tết is not something that we celebrate, it is something that we eat. Literally, in our language, people would be talking about how they would be eating tết this year with their family. Alters Hữu Ngọc and Barbara Cohen wrote in a beautiful 1997 book where they articulate that while Ted is indeed a time to stuff ourselves with delicious delicacies, to eat tết means more to be nourished by the presence of others, but the reunion. A spiritual eating, if you will. And mm-hmm. So,
2: so then you celebrated Tet not in urban Vietnam, but in sort of rural um, Vietnam in Vinh Long. Um,
4: yeah, in Vinh Long.
2: Yeah, and how how different it is to compare to your Tet celebration in the US back home. With yeah.
4: Your parents. So, uh, my Tet celebrations were only about two days each year, so I didn't stay the whole two week that many people tend to do Hmm. uh so it was like two or three days uh max uh it's different uh mainly that um I guess the the main thing is that in Vietnam everyone will have this time off very few people will be working uh, especially in the hometown in the U.S. we don't have that those days off so our time is more limited to have these types of celebrations. Um I'm, but even if we had that time off, I'm not so sure it would be that similar. Um there are similarities like uh right now it's almost coming thut in the US and uh you know there are families looking to buy kumquat trees, buy red envelopes to prepare, asking for new money from the banks. Uh, making that food and starting to make plans, for example. Um, And that's the way it has been throughout my whole life here. And San Jose is the largest population of Vietnamese outside of the U.S. uh, Outside of Vietnam, sorry. So it's a very sizable Vietnamese population here. Like two out of ten people here are Vietnamese. And I would remember celebrating it in, you know, we have the... Uh, lion dancing. We have fireworks, uh, firecrackers. We have all the food and families gather, make it a point to gather. But usually it's like one or two days uh, of a big gathering. Um, And then we have to go back to work is how I see it. Um, And I think for most people here in the U.S., Thanksgiving and Christmas may be a more important holiday, I think, just because you have more time together and time off, so therefore you have more opportunity to gather. Uh, but that might be just my feeling. Uh, I think that is, continues to be very important for rituals and, and uh, celebrating ancestors and our culture. Uh, at, at the same time, I think the opportunity to celebrate it like the way we do in Vietnam is very different. In that particular regard, just because in Vietnam we have more time off to to be in that moment.
0: Indeed, family is a nuclear value of TED, which is an occasion for reunions to honor and continue traditions to shower each other with love. But this does not mean the same for everybody. Nguyễn Thanh Trang, a Saigon artist and mental health advocate, tried to reconcile with the fact that she does not have the same affection for Ted like most Vietnamese, having grown up in England for 10 years in boarding schools from the
3: age of nine to 19. Um, I don't connect it too much it because i've been so disconnected to my family for so long that i don't feel like this is something that is i know like in my heart i know that it is a very traditional thing and it's like time for your family and and your relatives to get together and have a meal together and share stories and all of this but I, i have no connections really i do go to it sometimes but you know how families are and because of the the culture of uh eating and sharing is 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 quite foreign to me. Um and also the fact that I'm I have very different views on certain things in terms of like, you know how it is with a lot of families here and especially traditional families like like my grand grandparents' house and they're like, when are you gonna get married? And you know, all of these very um like normal questions that you would get asked anyway. But I, I tend to be like, next lifetime? I don't know. <laughs> I don't really, like, I have no connections. Like, everyone in my family so far has been married. uh So, like, even, you know, uh my cousins and everyone else is married. And I'm just, they're like, I, I don't know how to answer them correctly. And that's why I feel so foreign when going into, like, that holiday, whether it's mine or somebody else's. Um, with the exception a few exceptions of when I go to an artist's house it's just mainly singing and dancing and uh, playing musical instruments and that's about it Uh, we don't talk about um, things like that we just talk about art essentially Um, and just enjoying life as it is rather than talking about like oh what's your job and like how much are you earning and are you going to get married are you going to have kids when it no not if but when are you going to have kids and when are you going to get married and I find that it's like I I'm not comfortable enough to be in a situation like that and and be able to be politely enough to tell them I don't want to answer this but at the same time I have to but they're not going to like my answer (laughs) which is kind of sad but it is
0: what it is, yeah. Chiang's struggle is not an anomaly. Personal questions asked during family occasions like dates, such as when are you having kids? How much money do you earn a month? How much money do you send your parents a month? When are you buying a house? and so on, are increasingly receiving less tolerance, especially among young Vietnamese people. During the 2017 Tết, pop singer Big Fung released a very catchy song called "Bao Le Chong." When are you getting a husband? It went viral. With the chorus, "Go, don't you ask about my marriage." Um,
2: is it okay if I ask you whether your family give you a hard time for not? being
3: part sure. of Ted? yeah mm-hmm. i think because one i am essentially the black sheep of the family uh i don't have a husband i don't have kids i have cats uh, <laughs> uh many of them um but yeah they, they do see that they do you know how they are with like when when families come together they, they often compare uh, which is understandable uh they often compare like my child has done this my child has you know married into this family all of these things and 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 because my dad and i and my brother are relatively liberal artistic kind of in the clouds kind of people we often brush aside those kind of comments uh so they they I don't I wouldn't say they give me a hard time but sometimes I don't particularly appreciate their comments of thinking that I am not as smart as the rest of the people because I am so different um my skin color is different to the rest of them you know my life choices my lifestyle is so different from them and I'm just there like I want to not listen to you and eventually I think that's where it comes from just me like Am I strong enough to come to these things and to take these hits and and try not to be disrespectful towards the family and kind of like bite my tongue and just not talk about it and just like, just take it as it comes and just ignore it. <laughs> just like in one ear and out the other. Um, that's why I'm just like slowly kind of like, okay, if I feel like I'm mentally strong today, I can go and I can just sit there and just be a good little girl. Uh, but if if I don't feel like I have the energy to take all of that, then I, I don't particularly want to go. <laughs> um, but you know what? There's uh, one other thing. I know I'm contradicting myself. Um, that's that's what families are for. They're they're they're, in, they're not necessarily interrogating you. They're just kind of interested in your life, but in a very cynical way. Um, i think they they are interested in what you do and and who you are it's just like the way i receive it is very different because of the culture that i was brought up in um compared to the if if i had lived here for all of my life i would have received it very differently um i would view it very differently too and i don't think i would see as so much as like Oh my god, they're on top, like they're, they're, they're going at me again. But more kind of like how everyone else sees it maybe. I think it's just one, uh, perhaps, language barrier, or maybe just misunderstanding of certain words, certain uh, uh, intention.
0: On top of that, that is a particularly stressful occasion for women. In 2018, an essay written by an anonymous teenager about how they hated Ted because of the labor their mother had to do went viral. The unusually honest writing showed how the mother was so stressed out during TED because she, and I quote, was always holding a broom, a mop, a frying pan, and always in the kitchen making food as well as welcoming guests. The essay stirred debates from both sides of the argument, feminists and traditionalists, about an established cultural institution in a patriarchal society which relies significantly on women and girls' labor to keep it going. Quing, the Vietnamese resident in Japan who appeared earlier in the episode has something to share about this. Maybe it's still a bit
1: happened uh, to some family now that uh, all the men are drinking, talking, eating in the living room, in, in the table, but on the woman uh, the girls has to be back in the kitchen cleaning and then preparing for the next meal uh, it's kind of unfair when that is for everyone and everyone should be uh, in, like should enjoy the moment together not one enjoying one working sometimes I uh, when because my sister already get married and she spent one year in uh, Saigon with, our, with uh, my parents and one year in her husband's family and all those years that she just like saying there's nothing fun. <laughs> just a bunch of dishes and plates to wash and a lot of This is to cook. (laughs) Yeah. So that is what I want. I hope that would change in the future. But for the core values, I hope that uh, every family would be able to reunite, uh, to be together Uh, during that, even for just a few days, one day, two days, yeah, but uh, and enjoy uh, those days together, having good dishes, and um, wishing each other uh, the best things to their life, yeah.
0: This episode is written and produced by me, and edited by Zhang If you like it, please share it with your friends and on social media. While you're at it, check out Vietnam and Boba at Facebook and Twitter. We wish you a Merry, Merry Ted. Mời các nhà ăn tiếp vui vẻ nha vui ve